0: Hello, my friends. This is Mary Mack of The Mary Mack Show. In today's episode, I want very much to give you more information about fentanyl and the deadly effects of how it can ruin a person's life, either through addiction, but mostly through death. And then your family is left to pick up all the pieces. And it's just the most horrific thing knowing that this could have been avoided. Fentanyl is a deadly opioid. You can have it in a prescription format, which is used in many operations by anesthesiologists. You can have it in that format in a patch. Um, It could be in a pill. Um, But mostly, while prescribed properly and by a doctor, for a certain reason, it is used effectively. And I can attest to that, because very many years ago, I was thrown from a motorcycle and went splat on the pavement. And I had very many bones that needed to be repaired. I had several surgeries, pins in my legs. Screws in my ankles, plates in my arm, two huge plates at the base of my spine when I broke my pelvis in four places and my sacrum was shattered. And as my dad likes to tell people, they told him I would never walk again. Well, too bad, I do. (laughs) I made sure I recovered, but I have to tell you that to do that, As time went on, I wound up using fentanyl patches and the reason that these were so effective and obviously prescribed by the doctors who were helping me, um, they worked very well because they gave time released medication into my system for the pain and that was very helpful. But at some point, I came to Florida to try to recover after having lost everything, my apartment, my finances, my work, I had to come to family in Florida to be helped and to do my rehab, more of my rehab. I was in the hospital for, I think it was 10 weeks. And then I was in the rehab, trying to get strong enough just to do rehab. I couldn't walk on my leg for over four months. And then I finally did rehab and it took a toll on me. It was very taxing, difficult to try to get your body back in shape so you can walk and move and, and do all life's daily routines. But I did it and I said, I'm going to beat this. And that's all there is to it. But the one thing that happened that really showed me the trouble or the difficulty with the system regarding opioids was when I was in the facility, the rehab facility, man, did they try to ram down all these pills into my system. They wanted me to go off the patch and they wanted me to go on Percocet, oxycodone, Vicodin, everything that was highly addictive. And I refused. I never took drugs in my life, and so I was not going to become addicted to something so violent and could ruin my whole life. So I said, no, I'll stay on the patch. But when I got to Florida and was assigned a pain management doctor, he would not prescribe the patch for me any longer. And the reason was, is that he was afraid his license would be revoked. Because I wasn't his patient, and he considered me a drug addict. And I'm like, with everything I just showed you and all my documents and all my film of how badly I was injured, and you're not going to help me? And I was livid, livid. So I went home, I tore off that patch, and I said to myself, whatever happens, happens. If I die, I die. If I make it, great. But I got to get off this stuff because I can't rebuild my life if I don't know how badly damaged my body is without using this patch. And that's what I did. And I have to tell you, it took like 10 days. And all I did was drink juices and soups and water. And I wasn't hungry. And my body felt like it wanted to race down the block. And I had never been through anything like this. I didn't really know what was going to come from withdrawal. Well, I looked it up and I tried to figure out what might happen, but I had no idea. So I said, I can't rebuild my life in- unless I get off this nonsense. And that's what I did. Anyway, needless to say, the fentanyl crisis has really soft. Place in my heart. I feel really bad for all these families who are grieving the death of a loved one by these drugs. And some people claim they're ashamed, their families are ashamed of how their children died. And I say to myself, this is yes, (laughs) because these folks had no idea. The level of potency of the drugs that they took off the street. Some dealer gave it to them. They saw it on social media, so they ordered it. They thought they were taking Percocet, which is a, is a um, like a painkiller. Okay. They thought they were taking Xanax, which is a um, like anxiety drug. You know, They thought they were taking all these other pills, Adderall, muscle relaxers. And of course, the dealers would say, sure, that's what you're taking. This is what it is, only to find out that as soon as they ingested it, they would die. And I'm talking instantaneously. This isn't like a drug addict who tries something continually and they know what it is and how much they can take and they may be addicted for years and they don't get off it but there are so many people out there who take these pills and take this pot and take heroin and take cocaine and at one point it was addicting and now it's deadly it's lethal there's no way you come back from this once you take fentanyl, whether it's in a multicolored bag of candy, it looks like candy, and little kids would know the difference. And some have in, have taken these, thinking that they're like sweethearts, and the next thing you know, they've died. Or mothers who, you know, give their children over to the father unknowingly. Aware, not aware that the father is involved with drug dealing and the children go by a table and it, it, you know, they lick it off their hands or just being around it can cause you, you know, to be affected and even die. So we're having little babies die because of stupid crap like this. Anyway, I want to do, I pulled together some notes today to give you some statistics and to let you know how imperative it is that you speak to your children. And I'm talking as young as kindergarten. They need to know that the pretty little candies with all the different color codes, colors, they're not for you. They're not what they think they are. Anything that a child gets on social media is deadly. You have to look at it that way. You must teach your children about this deadly drug, not just this, but several of them, but specifically this one. I'll tell you some facts from the CDC. Fentanyl is a synthetic opioid. It's 50 times stronger than heroin, a hundred times stronger than morphine. It's the major contributor to fatal and non-fatal doses in the US. There are two types of fentanyl, as I mentioned, the pharmaceutical kind that is used to help people recover who have had excruciating pain from broken bones, from endometriosis, even from cancer. And there's the illegally made fentanyl, which is what we're talking about today. Both are considered synthetic opioids. Pharmaceutical Fentanyl is prescribed by doctors to treat severe pain, especially after surgery, and advanced stage cancer. Years ago, they used to use morphine. Now they use this. But fentanyl-related overdose are linked to illegally made fentanyl. It comes in liquid and it comes in powder and the powder is commonly mixed with drugs like heroin, cocaine, methamphetamines, sometimes called meth and made into pills that can be resemblance, can be a resemblance to other prescription opioids. So you think you're getting the original, but you're getting the illegal. Fentanyl-laced drugs are extremely dangerous and many people may be unaware that their drugs are laced with fentanyl. Illegal and illicit drugs do not come with an ingredient list. Unlike when you buy a pill from a pharmaceutical uh, or from a pharmacy, rather, it tells you everything that's in that pill. Many contain (laughs) date. Deadly doses of fentanyl. And the person who purchased it would not even know it because the drug dealer, of course, is not going to tell you this. Over 150 people every day die from overdoses related to synthetic opioids like fentanyl. And even in the smallest dose, the most minute little dose, just a few grams can kill you. And when um, a young person connects with someone on social media to get these drugs, maybe they want a muscle relaxer or they're feeling anxious. So they think they're getting uh, Paxil or Xanax or they feel like they can't deal with the world, so they just want something to relieve their pain. They're not getting, you know, an antidepressant. They're getting a deadly dose of something, no matter what it's wrapped up in. And they may never know that. And once they take that, only once, because only one pill can actually kill you, one line of Coke, with fentanyl in it can kill you. One, you know, um, marijuana joint laced with fentanyl can kill you. It's ridiculous, but this is the days that we are living in. And even worse, there's a new drug on the market coming around. It's called Xylazine. I believe that's how you pronounce it, xylazine, but it's spelt with an X. And this is an animal tranquilizer. Now listen to the depths that the drug people are going to. They take this animal tranquilizer, they mix it with other drugs and usually fentanyl, and it completely kills people. One, two, three it's life threatening just that just that drug that animal tranquilizer drug is life threatening very dangerous and they claim it could even cause lesions leading to amputation i don't know which is worse <sighs> Let me tell you about some statistics. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in the United States is saying that there are 110, over 110,000 deaths in 2022 alone. That's last year from the time of this recording. Many of them were overdosed or poisoned victims who unwittingly took black market painkillers or recreational drugs laced with the lethal synthetic opioid that can be produced and is being produced by Mexican drug lords. These cartels are coming up from Mexico into the United States in all different versions. The Customs and Border Protection Division initiates, initiated results in the seizure of 10,000 pounds of fentanyl, which was headed to US communities and led to 284 arrests. And another department the SHS, the Homeland Securities Department, their main investigative agency. They monitor U.S. ports of entry, where 90% of fentanyl is trafficked primarily in cars and trucks. They even found and stopped 5,000 additional pounds at JFK airport. So let's think about that for a second, okay? I got out my calculator and thought to myself, 10,000 pounds of fentanyl, which is like granules, okay? If you take 10,000 pounds and you divide it by a five-pound bag of sugar, that gives you 2,000 bags of fentanyl. Can you imagine holding a five pound bag of sugar and knowing, oh my God. And knowing that can kill thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. Oh my God. And then you add another thousand that was confiscated at JFK. That's like craziness when it only takes a few little granules to kill you so how many people could that have killed 15,000 pounds of fentanyl in just those two seizures i i i'm oh, i can't even imagine so the us has seized Enough fentanyl in 2022 to kill every single American. Lovely, huh? From 2016 to 2021, the usage increased by 279%. Crazy. Over, I take that back, overdose, overdose deaths, poisoning deaths in the US that's tied to fentanyl soared 279% during 2016 to 2021. It went from six deaths per 100,000 people to 22 deaths per 100,000 people this year, this past year. Among the young, fentanyl and methamphetamine were the most lethal. Death rates were highest among young adults, aged 25 to 44, with men being more affected than women. All races were involved, but Black Americans and Native Americans were hit especially hard. Cocaine, meth, ecstasy, counterfeit pills that resemble resemble Adderall, Xanax, and Percocet or other pain medications, may be laced with fentanyl, resulting in an overdose if the person using the substance has no tolerance for it. It it is believed that the rise in fentanyl-related overdose deaths is due to the increasing supply of the drug flooding into the country it's unlikely that this trend will be reversed anytime soon as overdose overdose deaths continue to rise. This quote comes from a CDC leader. This is equivalent to 100,000, (laughs) 110,000 deaths in a 12-month period that ended in August of 2022. This is equivalent to a plane with nearly 300 people aboard crashing every day. That's pretty intense when you think of it like that. I mean, wouldn't? Everyone in the United States be up in arms if they knew we had a 737 crashing every day, we'd be, (laughs) we wouldn't be able to ignore that at all, would we? So now I wanted to just share with you a little bit about what the states are doing to try to create laws that will hopefully put this in check or to a a greater degree than it is now. As of this month, 28 states have enacted one or more fentanyl criminal provisions. In this year's legislative sessions alone, lawmakers included hundreds of fentanyl crime bills in at least 46 state legislatures. The bills generally would increase or stiffen penalties for the illegal production, possession, and distribution of the substance. Now, just because 48 states tried to pass and introduced Um, hundreds of these crime bills doesn't mean that they were passed. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to tell you which states have not passed bills yet. They may have introduced them, but they haven't passed them. And the reason I'm doing this is because I really encourage you, if your state is going to be named now, that you pick up the phone and you call your your state legislator. And in both houses, in your state Senate and in your state legislature, and especially your governor, to make them move their butts and get this accomplished, because this is crazy. And additionally, we must educate people that one pill can kill, one line of Coke can kill, one marijuana joint can kill okay, or one, or having it introduced in heroin, and especially when they try to make it so colorful for children. So you can have every color of the rainbow pill if you want, but it only take one of them to kill that person, that child. So we must teach our kids young. We must tell them that they cannot take anything if it's not given by a doctor and why they can't do that, why this is so deadly. It's not an experimental thing anymore. There is no experimenting with drugs anymore. Those days are over. Those days are over. We're in a season now where only one little gram of fentanyl can kill your child, kill your brother or sister, kill your parents, kill your friend, kill someone who you love so much. And I don't want that for you. If you're listening now and you're struggling, there is a number that's been developed. It's 988-988. And if you need somebody to talk to, you call there. Or you go on to the Boys Town National Hotline. You can text there. You can call there. And they'll listen to you. And I don't care if you call there three times a day until you get more emotionally stable. doesn't matter. They're there for you. And you need them. Maybe your family doesn't understand you. That's okay. There are people out there who will. So call 988 and get hooked up with somebody who's really going to be there for you. Okay? I don't want you going on social media to try to find relief. Because the relief you might find could kill you. The relief you find, you might find, will change your life forever and change the people who love you their lives forever if you're no longer here. So please call 9, excuse me, 988 and get some help. So now I'm going to reach you the states that have not been able to come together and develop laws that will help you and help laws that will get rid of all these drugs and make sure that the people involved in dealing them are properly punished, even to the extent of being charged with death, excuse me, charged with murder. And hopefully they also will have a sentence of death. Okay. So I want to say, I'm so grateful to governor Abbott of Texas because in April, they passed House Bill Six, which will be which will become law September first. So here we go: Connecticut, New York. Why am I not not surprised? New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Delaware. I did say Jersey, right? <laughs> South Carolina, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Nebraska, Wyoming, Idaho, Washington State, Utah, New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, California, Hawaii, and Alaska. So please contact your individual legislature in each of your states, both the Senate and the House or Assembly, whatever your representatives are called, and especially your governor. Pick up the phone, make your voice heard, find out what bills they're wanting to pass, start reading them, get on board, support your legislators to get this done, show up, when the bill is going to be read, delivered, show up when it's going to be voted on. And make sure this is lingo that you know like the back of your hand. My friends, this is really a deadly situation. We don't need any more bereaved mothers or bereaved fathers. There are enough already. We don't need bereaved sisters and brothers and parents and grandparents who sometimes our grandparents are left to pick up the pieces when drug-addicted family members do not do the right thing, and they're left to raise their grandchildren, sometimes even their great-grandchildren, and I bless you if that's you. I bless you. I commend you for taking care of the young ones who are left behind to this scourge, the scourge of our country and other countries as well. Bless you, my friend. I'll see you again soon.